following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan it's time for the huge show from the east side to the west side to the UP the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE that's 1-866-838-4843 now let's go to the auto value bumper to bumper parts studio with the huge one Bill Simonson what's up Michigan it is time to begin another journey together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show we're on 19 stations strong for the one close to you go to the huge show.net we're with our affiliate whtc in holland we're at van andel soccer stadium looking forward to the purple community soccer doubleheader this weekend here in holland at hope college as the hope men will take on olivet at 2 30 the hope women will battle albion at noon and tickets can be purchased at the gate on saturday for both games and proceeds will go to van andel institute's biomedical research and science education efforts and help underwrite an internship for a hope college student and remember Uh, If you want a purple event and host it at your school, your neighborhood, your business, uh, just Google Purple Community. Uh, What Van Andel Institute and Dave and Carol Van Andel are spearheading, uh, they are changing the world. It's amazing what's going on on the medical mile at Van Andel Institute, and it's an honor and pleasure to be here with Hope College and our longtime affiliate, WHTC. Inside this broadcast, we'll talk some football with Dan Miller, voice of your Detroit Lions. Lions have a bye week. Where do they go when they begin the rest of the schedule in Dallas against the best defense in pro football this year? Also, Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com will join us. Peter Sturzma. He's a football coach who's lost two in a row, which is a rarity for Peter, head football coach here at Hope College. But he has some interesting insight on Dan Campbell and how you get a team back on track and the same thing uh, with Mel Tucker. So we'll talk to Sturz later. We'll also hear from Brian Morehouse, D3 defending national champion women's basketball coach at Hope College. Uh, Lee Sear is the head women's coach at Hope. And also uh, David Blanick. Uh, the head men's soccer coach here at Hope. And I think it's awesome what they're doing. And what a perfect place for a purple community game, or games, plural, with the Hope men and women's soccer programs on Saturday at Van Andel Stadium on the campus of Hope College. If you want to join in on the conversation, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. You can also opt in on that huge text chain, text the word HUGE to 21,000. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. 
They now will play their home games at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR, and their first home game at the Van is on Thursday night, November 10th. Get your tickets at the usual ticket outlets, and also follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Jeff Risden, our Lions insider, uh, will join us tomorrow on the show. I cringed when I saw this right before I went to bed late last night. And I love Jeff. He's one of the top Lions insiders out there with the LionsWire.com and also the Detroit Lions podcast. But I think this was a little waving the white flag on the season. Because at about 1.01 a.m. last night at the Lions Wire, Jeff posted a story. Tracking the Lions 2023 NFL draft slots after week five, plus a quick mock draft projection of the first round picks. I had to look at my phone and check the calendar. And I stopped for a moment. And I said, no, no, I will not talk about the draft. And we're not even to the middle of October yet. How could I talk about the draft when this team was one and one and had a 10 point lead on the road at Minnesota? And they were looking like a Lions team we haven't seen in decades. And now they're one of the doormats in the league. And can Dan Campbell rally them? And the Lions currently have the fourth pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. Mm. I love Rizzi. But Jeff, if you're listening right now, don't give in to the dark side. That NFL draft is a wind that blows across Michigan like a gale warning late September, early October every year. After our hopes have been built up through the previous draft, the offseason training camp, and even hard knocks. And it's a cold wind. It's a wind that hits you right in the face. It's a wind that says you're one of the worst teams in pro football again. Rizzy, we're here to save you. We're not going to let you get caught up in the draft. You need to click your heels. With your Honolulu blue, old school Barry Sanders jersey on. And there's no place like being one and two at home. There's no place like being one and two at home. There's no place to be in one and two at home. Because you know who's there at the end of that yellow brick road? The cowardly lion. The cowardly lion that won't kick a field goal. The cowardly lion that won't punt. The cowardly lion that after being 0 for 5 on fourth down conversion says, you know what? We've got to do it again. Don't do it, Rizzi. We have your back. Because when that NFL draft wind blows in the fall, it usually means the Lions' season blows. I don't even want to look at the mock draft. I am, being a Lions fan, I am not looking at a mock draft on October 12th. I'm not.
Maybe in January when the season's over, I'll sneak a peek at a mock draft because I can't, I can't look away. Superfly Hayes said, hey, Bill, he texted me, I got Risden's mock draft. I go, I can't look at it. Don't text it to me. He says, I did, and I'm excited. We're going to get a defensive lineman. And that means next year, after another 5-12 and 12 season, we're going to be 6-11. and 11. And in 19 years, Campbell will take us to the playoffs. Don't let that NFL draft win get to you, Jeff Risden. We are here for you. We'll have your back. Hammer and Hank Hayes from Rockford, Michigan, listening on 96 won the game, just dropped a text on the huge text chain. And he said, there are Honolulu Blue Gale Force draft wins happening right now north of Grand Rapids. And I texted Hammer and Hank back and I said, click, click your heels and say there's no place like being one and two at home. There is no place like being one and two at home. Uh, I was in a pretty good spot before I started this show. I will not talk NFL draft. And if any of you get excited and you turn your attention to the draft and that Campbell still needs his guys, when we had the 10-point lead at Minnesota, looking to go 2-1. and Because you know, if they're 2-1, and Ford Field's a hornet's nest and the Seahawks don't beat us. And then that New England game is a fourth-quarter game, and this team could be sitting at 4-1 and and be just like the Vikings right now. I want everybody to avoid the gale force October wins of the NFL 2023 draft. Click those heels when you are standing on firm ground and say there's no place like being one and two at home. Oh, what I tell myself all day, I wasn't going to talk about the Lions today. I wasn't. And then Superfly says, oh, I got Dan Miller, voice of the Lions. And I got Tim 20 men, DetroitLions.com. And I said, Brad, I don't want to talk about the Lions. I'm on a beautiful college campus with our longtime affiliate, WHTC in Holland. I'm inspired by the stories from Van Andel Institute and what Dave and Carol Van Andel do each and every day to help change the world. We got the Purple Community Hope men's and women's soccer games on Saturday here at Van Andel Soccer Stadium in Holland. But I see those trees bending. I see the leaves blowing. And the NFL draft 2023 wind. It's bending the trees. And I think they're talking to me. That tree just bent and with its branches was able to show me 5 and 12. How does that tree know numbers? That's Wizard of Oz stuff. That tree bent the leaves and I saw 5 and 12 glowing as the sun was trying to break through the clouds with gale warnings here in Holland and 11-foot waves just a few miles to the west. Oh, the draft winds are blowing. I'm batting down the hatches. 
We're going to take our huge dinghy out there, and we're going to get through that draft. Gale force winds, and we're going to see the sunshine on the other side of Lake Michigan. And we're going to march to Minnesota where they're four and one, and the Lions should be four and one. I did get a text from Robbie, who's listening in West Olive, that actually is just up the road on US 31. His text was, did Hope College drug test you before they allowed you in the press box? Are you kidding me? Come on. So we'll talk Lions with Danny Miller. He'll join us coming up here in a few moments. Voice of the Lions, Tim20MandDetroitLions.com, Peter Sturzma. He knows football. How do you dig out? They've lost two in a row. They had beat two highly ranked teams. They're three and three. You got Michigan State, Mel Tucker struggling. How do coaches get a team out of their funk? Sturz will be by Brian Morehouse, Hope Women's College Basketball. Main man, defending D3 national champions. And we'll hear from both soccer coaches, David Blonick for the Hope Men and Lee Sears for the Hope Women on their Purple Community Game Saturday here in Holland with our affiliate WHTC. To all the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. Every vehicle on the road should run like a champion. So when it's time to replace your vehicle's spark plugs, champion your machine with Champion Spark Plugs. From double platinum power to copper plus, your locally owned auto value auto parts store is your authorized champion headquarters. Nothing handles the heat like champion. Stop into your neighborhood auto value auto parts store and pick up your next set of champion spark plugs today. Auto value, where service is the difference. We get it. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Celebrating Billy Joel, October 28th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. I'm in a New York state. Celebrate Billy Joel, America's Piano Man, 50 Years of Billy Joel, October 28th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. 
Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan Wednesday road show with our affiliate WHTC in Holland. We're on the campus of Hope College as they're looking forward to celebrating the Purple Community, Van Andel Institute, trying to find a cure for cancer and Parkinson's. They have their doubleheader Saturday here at Van Andel uh, Stadium. Uh, Lions have the bye week weekend off and Dan Campbell and his staff and the players are facing the two biggest weeks that they faced under Campbell. I go back and think about a 10-point lead at Minnesota. They're 1-1, one and one, looking like they're going to be 2-1. and one. They're doing things offensively, defensively, special teams in that Vikings game on the road, and I'm like, they're legit. And then they score 45, and they don't win. And the Seahawks don't punt. And then I think a couple of hangover games carry into New England. They get shut out, and here we are all wondering what – it was the short-term and long-term forecast for this team. Dan Miller still continues to knock it out of the park on the broadcast with Lomas and TJ. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. And, Dan, I appreciate your honesty during your broadcast. And I'm just trying to figure out what happened from midway third quarter at Minnesota to the end of that Patriots game. Yeah, if you're talking about offensively, no doubt. I mean, I think it's you, you kind of felt that – at least it was a given that they'd be okay offensively. I don't think any of us thought they'd be scoring 35, 36 a game. But I don't think any of us saw a shutout coming. And that's, I think, the frustrating thing about that game is not just the outcome and, and not just the fact that they didn't score, but the fact that they were in position to score several times. They moved the ball somewhat effectively and just couldn't finish drives. And, you know, look, that's credit to New England. That's a criticism of the Lions added up, and you get what you got, which is a game where, um, you know, even deep into the second quarter, it's only 6 nothing before the scoop and score. And the defense was, for the most part, keeping them in it, and they just couldn't do anything with it. So, Dan, uh, th- this extra week of rest, of uh, breaking everything down, you're Dan Campbell and that staff. What do you think are the priorities, one, two, and three, that they want to get straight before they're back on the field against the Cowboys after the bye week? You've got to figure out some way to get a pass rush. I mean, to me, that is the biggest glaring issue with this team right now is they just can't rush the passer. They're not making anybody – uncomfortable back there um and and that's a problem in this league and and you know it's it's doubly problematic in that you have to decide okay are we gonna blitz well we've seen them do that then they leave the corners on an island the corners are getting beat and 
you know, you've got to get some guys to start winning one-on-one battles, whether it's Hutchinson or you get Pascal back or it's Harris and he's coming off an injury. Um, whoever it is, uh, maybe Kaminsky comes back. He was probably the most effective guy in the preseason and the early in the season. Um, just to, to try to be disruptive. I mean, in some of these games, in, in particular in that Seattle game, they got the Seahawks into down and distance problems, but they couldn't do anything with that defensively. So, I, I mean, to me, that's that's one of the most significant things is just trying to find, and this goes back to last year too. This is not a recent problem, is trying to find some way to rush the passer. And then, look, get back to, to what you do offensively. Um, I hope that's a one-off against uh, New England and that you can go get back to scoring. You know, the, the turnovers, man, it seems like every time that golf has turned it over, you know, three times it's gone back to six points the other way. I, you, you hope that's an aberration and that it's not going to be something that's, you know, that, that's an incredible percentage that wouldn't seem to be able to hold up in real life. But turnovers, you can't have those. And then, you know, just I think in terms of, of Dan Campbell, I think, look, he's got to level off in terms of where he thinks the places to take risks and not take risks are. I haven't had a huge problem with, with some of them, but um, I think as the team gets better, it seems like maybe he'll be a little closer to the best. And at this point, he feels like he has to take some of these risks to protect his team, but I think at times that has backfired on him. I think probably the six nothing fourth and nine was an example of that the other day. I think the risks are magnified so much more when you lose. If you're taking those risks and it's twenty eight twenty seven or it, even the Seattle game uh, with the risk, you're still like, okay, we can complain all we want to. The defense didn't force a punt. Uh, but they still put 45 up, and that's why I was pretty confident going to New England with a third-string quarterback that not necessarily they would win, but that would be one of those 31-28, 30-27 games, and it was just a complete egg, and it lingered into the second half. I know I was running to pick up one of my kids, and I'm listening to you and Lomas and TJ, and you brought up when the punter came out, you go, you know what, I think this is the first time they punted, first punt in two games. That that doesn't happen in the NFL, Danny. No, it was the first time since, what, third quarter of the Minnesota game, I think wow. it was. But Man. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it's a long time. And and I think that, you know, you're, you're right. Those decisions are always magnified when you lose. And nobody goes back over your decisions when you win. But you can question if – some of those decisions impacted the winning and losing, and I think that's where some of it comes in. Um, look, he's already said, the Minnesota game, which you referenced, you have one play to get four yards, and that game's over. You go for that mm. play. And that was a, a learning experience for Campbell. Look, he's not going to come out every week and, and say, oh, I should have done this, I should have done that. Coaches can't do it. That was one where he said, you know what? That's on me. And, and I, I agree with him. If you give me the option of one play to win a game with an offense that, that functions well um, most of the time this year, um, I think I'd probably take that. And if you don't get it, then they've got 64 yards to try to score a touchdown. I think they're right around 36, something like that. So, you know, look, though, it's, it's, it all ties in. If you're playing better, the decisions won't be magnified as much, nor will they be needed as much. So um, get back to what you're doing offensively and try to figure something out defensively. I'm under no illusions 
this is going to be a top 10 defense. They clearly need some pieces. They clearly need some health. Jerry Jacobs coming back would help at a light position at cornerback right now. And just even just to see what is he. I mean, I think he started seven games last year, something like that, whatever it was. And he looked like there might be something there. Let's find out if he can be a starting cornerback in this league. But big picture to me, if I had to say, hey, as I mentioned a moment ago, the, the biggest problem with this team right now, and it goes back, is just, man, you've got to find some way to make that guy uncomfortable. And they never made Zappy uncomfortable, ever, in that game. Third string QB, that was amazing that they weren't bringing that pressure. I, I go back to the first half of the I Washington. They tried. They well, did, I, I know the, the Washington game, Dan, they, they changed that game by never letting Carson Wentz get comfortable. And, and I'm thinking, okay, when you have a bad defense – and you need to take those chances. Then they backed off to start that second half against Washington, and Wentz was tearing them up. And then they went back to pressure, and they were able to close it out. I just take some chances. I I, I look at that game, effort, execution, game plan, in-game adjustments, and it was frightening to see because not only are you reeling right now, but you get the bye week, and then you're going to go play the best defensive unit you've played all year in the Cowboys. Yeah, and and look, I, I don't disagree with you. I think even in the Philadelphia game, they were able to pressure Hurts. They just couldn't find him. Um, but the the problem is that once you start blitzing or or getting exotic or whatever, is you just leave yourself so vulnerable on the back end, and with no Tracy Walker and with the Monte Arboria struggling. Man, it's just hard to, to leave those guys on an island, and it's 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 problematic. It's kind of you know you get burnt if you do and burnt if you don't. So I think it's it's the the solution to it is that you have to win with the four that you dedicate to your front, and that means Aiden Hutchinson coming around, and as I said, Harris getting healthy, and Pascal maybe coming back and being the guy on the interior that they drafted him to be. They drafted him to be disruptive on third down from the interior. And, and we'll have to see if he can be that. Look, he hadn't played snap in the NFL yet, so we'll wait and see what happens. But um, that's where you start. You start with your front four. And then if you can build from there and, and catch teams off guard with blitzes, then it's great. But, man, right now they're just it's, – it's like whatever they try to do doesn't seem to work. And it's almost like, what's the best case scenario? Best case scenario is that somebody starts winning up front. Dan Miller, voice of Lions, best in the business uh, with Lomas and TJ Lions with the bye weekend back in action against the Cowboys. That'll be an interesting game with Cooper Rush out of Lansing Catholic Central and CMU. Uh, he's ringing up uh, the till right now for. Some big money somewhere uh, someday, Dan. Say, yeah, he's he's amazing. I mean, you no, know, I think it's one of the stories of the year. It I think, is. I think he's been terrific. I oh. thought Dallas was going to fall apart when they lost him. Same but here. To your point. The biggest concern about that game is if you think that that New England pressured golf. Mm. Wait till you see Dallas. They better be ready. They got to be ready for it. Yeah, Michael Parsons may be the best speed rusher in the game today. Dan, keep up the great work. Safe travels, and we'll talk soon. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Dan Miller joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with your Detroit Lions. Tim 20-man, DetroitLions.com, columnist, insider, in about 30 minutes more on the Lions. And where is this season going? We'll hear from Tim. Our road show is with our affiliate WHTC in Holland. We're inside the press box at Van Andel Soccer Stadium. Uh, we're on Saturday 
uh, the purple community, which is an extension of what David and Carol Van Andel have put together with the Van Andel family, the Van Andel Institute trying to find a cure for cancer and Parkinson's. Uh, Hope College women's and men's soccer will play a doubleheader, the purple doubleheader on Saturday here in Holland. First game with the Hope women and Albion at noon, then the Hope men and Olivet at 2.30. Uh, if you're listening on WHTC in Holland along Michigan's West Coast or can make it out here, uh, remember, when you buy that ticket at the gate, uh, you're helping awareness and to raise money to find a cure for cancer and Parkinson's. And kudos to everybody at the Van Andel Institute. We're proud to be a partner uh, with Dave and Carol Van Andel and also all the great men and women at VAI. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer back at the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studios in downtown GR. We'll have more from our road show. Here at Hope College with our affiliate, WHTC, after this network, T.O. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. If you're planning a trip to Las Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager with BetMGM, sign up with BetMGM or log in today and take advantage of the BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Huge here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle and digging for gold every Friday in October for your chance to score up to $5,500 in cash or premium play. Hourly winners from 7 to 11 p.m. each week. And on October 28th, all the prizes turn to cash. See what you'll dig up only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Have you experienced Grand Rapids lately? The city is vibrant, growing, and offers up so much when it comes to entertainment, including two fantastic concert destinations, Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. Just Google Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. You can get a list of the current shows with tickets on sale. Also, DeVos Place is the go-to show and convention destination on the west side of the state. And if you want to experience GR, go to experiencegr.com and plan your getaway to Grand Rapids and West Michigan. And speaking of West Michigan, I do want to salute the West Michigan Sports Commission for their journey 
on bringing Grand Rapids major sporting events and building a brand that's big not only on the west side of the state, in the state of Michigan, but across America. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He's back in downtown Grand Rapids at our flagship station, 96-1 The Game. We're out here at Van Andel Soccer Stadium, one of the premier on-campus soccer stadiums in America, regardless of being a D3 school. Fantastic facility, uh, home to Hope Men's and Women's Soccer, and they're having their Purple Community doubleheader Uh, which will honor uh, those who have battled through cancer, some who have made it, some who haven't. That connection, uh, the players and the coaches, uh, to loved ones in their lives. And most importantly, it will help raise money to help find a cure for cancer and Parkinson's through Van Andel Institute in downtown Grand Rapids. He would show proud to be a longtime partner with David and Carol Van Andel. And we're in Van Andel Soccer Stadium. And uh, the head coach of the Flying Dutch men, David Blonick, uh, fresh off a win last night over K College 2-1, and MIAA play uh, joins us on a, a perfect day for soccer. 40-mile-an-hour <laughs> winds and rain and a light practice scheduled with the game uh, last night. This, if, if the wind wasn't going like it is you know the gale warning then it's an okay day for practice absolutely i'll always say it's less about the sun or or the rain and it's more about the wind or the temperature i mean the wind 50 degrees and wind versus 50 degrees and no wind is a completely different feeling it really is i mentioned that my son played okay gold championship game on saturday it was 49 degrees with a 35 mile an hour win and i swear i was waiting for a dog team going to the i did a run yeah. it was a, you know and these guys are wearing no undershirts and running around in their yep. you know soccer you know game shorts uh for you uh the beginning of a journey here running this hope uh men's soccer program what's it been like especially having a facility like this to be your base oh it's been amazing you know i've known about hope college for many many years when i was in illinois and it was uh the one school, if I wanted to move, I wanted to move for because of not only the school, but a stadium like this. I mean, we couldn't ask for a better stadium. We had some recruits from out of state in this weekend who had been at Division One schools, and they were blown away. Best facilities they had been at. We're thankful every day that we get to be here and very, very thankful to the Van Andels for their support. And Hope has a tradition that the Midwest is their fertile recruiting base. So it could be somebody from Holland here. It could be in Michigan, Midwest, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio. That kind of fits your recruiting map, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I'm a Midwest guy, and uh, I've lived in Michigan, Indiana, and and Chicago, Illinois. And uh, Michigan also has considered some of the best soccer in the country, honestly. It's loaded with Is that club talent. level club or level high school and level? high school yeah. level. It's loaded, and there's more than enough 
great not only players but good Midwest kids for all of us schools to kind of fight over and still have great teams. You know, I, I love the strategy and style of soccer coaches. I really think that defines a program. It defines a, an APL team or a club team. What's your style that, that you have brought to Hope uh, with the men's soccer program? You know, I'd like to say that our, our style is a very exciting style on both sides of the ball, but very disciplined. Uh, knowing where we are and understanding where we are in the field, have risk, ha- uh, take some risk, have some fun, uh, go for things defensively or offensively, but then know when we're in a vulnerable situation and be very disciplined, very mature, make good decisions. So guy, asking the guys to just be a little bit smarter than the average player out there. David Blonick is the head men's soccer coach here at Hope College. Uh, was head coach at Olivet Nazarene in Illinois, 83-31 and 13 there. Hopes off to a 4-3 and 5 start, 2-1 and one, uh, in second place right now. MIAA play, like I mentioned, that 2-1 win uh, last night at Kalamazoo. Uh, so the freshman defender I'm going to talk to in a moment, uh, give me the breakdown on him before I ask him to break down you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cole Polly has just been great. He's been a great leader. Uh, he's, I, I say this in a loving way. He seems to be like an old freshman. Uh, just He's a mature guy, and I was fortunate to find out that we had him, that he transferred in January. We, we had lost the two starting center backs from last year, weren't returning. And I thought, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? And then I found out Cole Polly was here, and Cole's just been – a fantastic staple for us at center back. So what does an old freshman mean? It means from if, you coach look, speak. if you look at him right now, well, he's a redshirt freshman. So he was in college last year, transferred from North Park. So he's got a little bit of, uh, he's got some minutes under his belt, whether they were official or not. And if you just look at him, he just looks a little older than a freshman in a good way. So he just brings a presence. He's a big guy and he's mature. He's very mature. He doesn't have a captain's band on, but he's definitely a leader and one of the guys on the team the guys look up to. And there's some meaning uh, for him personally and his family with this Purple Community doubleheader on Saturday, bringing awareness to cancer and how it's touched uh, lives of Hope coaches on the men's and women's side and also the players. And uh, there's a story there with Cole. Absolutely. Yeah, Cole, and I'll let Cole speak on it a bit, but Cole's uh, touched very closely by it with a family member. And I think we all, whether it's direct to us, either somebody we love is experiencing a battle with cancer or somebody we love is very close to somebody that is. Uh, so Corey, Cole's story, excuse me, Cole's story is something that, that that's special and, and uh, you know, something that it makes it easy for all the guys to want to come out and help raise money to, to help support people like, like Cole and his family and those that we know as well that are struggling with. Yeah, that's the beauty of the Purple Community. It is about people coming together to honor those who have fought through cancer, those who lost the fight, and also help Van Andel Institute try and find a cure for cancer. And Parkinson's and Cole Pauly will join us in a moment, playing in honor of his mother, uh, Janelle Christie. Uh, Coach, uh, thank you for the conversation. Good luck. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. David uh, Blonick is the new head men's soccer coach here at Hope College. And, again, they'll be playing at 2.30 on Saturday, that Purple Community doubleheader here in Holland at Van Andel Soccer Stadium on the campus of Hope College. And Cole Pauly is standing by, freshman defender uh, from Illinois. Uh, we mentioned playing in honor of his mother, Janelle Christie. So uh, the best part about sports to my 30-plus years are the stories that have nothing to do with the game. Tell me the story of the Purple game on Saturday, Cole, and playing for your mother. Yeah, so um, my mom has had cancer for about five to six years. Uh, my freshman year of high school, she told me she had, I think, I can't remember exactly, it was stage one or stage two breast cancer. 
uh, they thought they had it cured, but about one year later, my sophomore year, uh, they told her that she has stage four metastatic breast cancer, which basically means she has a 1% chance of like fighting it off. Um, so she'll never honestly lose it. Um, so it's something she'll always fight with. But for me, um, it's something that kind of pushes me forward because she's the one that has always pushed me. Um, honestly, when I was like a freshman in high school, she kind of read me a new one, told me to play better. So she's kind of put me where That's I That's what parents do. Yeah, exactly. It usually happens around freshmen, maybe yeah. freshman in high school yeah, exactly. or coach freshman in college. Yeah. You got to, you know, I have kids. They, they don't understand it then, but they understand it when they're older. And for you, your journey, you know, soccer for your mom, pushing you uh, that sport, that connection, knowing that your mom, since you started playing high school soccer and now in the college soccer here at Hope, that. Uh, the game of soccer is yep. about playing for your mother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so um, it's obviously not easy knowing she has it, but I also do have a tattoo that uh, I got last year, uh, which has a cancer symbol. So even when she's not at my games and not present because of, uh, I guess, her sickness, she uh, always has a part of me with me every game I'm in. Well, will so. she be able to make the trip up from Illinois Saturday? She is not going to make it, but on my jersey it'll say mom, so. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's for her. I'm sure you'll be yeah. snapping a photo, giving yeah, her a call exactly. and a text. She'll and, have the jersey after too. Well, and like I said, there's uh, so much more meaning uh, to Saturday. Mm-hmm. I know you want to win the game, yep. uh, but it's really about honoring your mother yep. and uh, through soccer and her pushing you when you were that freshman in high school down in Illinois. It's uh, one of the big stories connected to the yep. purple community yep. letting people know that you know what we think are issues in our lives really aren't issues and i give you a lot of credit cole uh, for the strength just to keep pushing through so tell me about coach uh, blonick and playing for him yeah and and the style he brings both on the pitch and off yeah, yeah definitely uh blonick's definitely one of the best coaches i've ever had um, He's Blonick. It's not even coach anymore. It's no, just Blonick. It's Blonick. You gotta, you he gotta sounds put... like a detective. Are you <laughs> no. Blonick the detective? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Someone so... stole my soccer balls. <laughs> I'm Blonick. We're going to look into it. <laughs> so, like, all my coaches before that have been, like, kind of, I mean, not that they're, not that Blonick isn't demanding on us, but he gives us more freedom than all of our other coaches have, well, all other coaches I've had. They kind of make you do other, make you do so many different things that, like it's kind of like you're a robot you have to do they don't let you be yourself exactly and with bonnet you're allowed to do things that you wouldn't be able to do with those other coaches and it's kind of just helped me as a player and helped everybody else on the team yeah i think when you get that freedom there's also the respect the boundaries and you know how far you can push the freedom yeah exactly before blonick has to knock on the door and go (laughs) blonick i'm here to talk to you exactly yeah man well good luck cole uh, in the purple game for your mother yep uh he's playing for her who has been through what a five-year fight yeah five six years almost six years uh cancer janelle christie so uh she she probably can watch online right She'll yep. be able to watch online. She'll watch online. You got to get the camera watch. shot of the jersey that says "Mom." Yeah, right? exactly. All right, definitely. cool, man. Thank good you. luck Saturday, and good luck uh, the rest of your career here. I hope. Appreciate it. All right, Cole Pauly, freshman defender from uh, outside of Chicago, playing in honor of his mother Janelle Christie in the Purple Community doubleheader on the men's side, uh, which will be against Olivet two thirty Saturday here in Holland at Van Andel Soccer Stadium, and also the women. I will play Albion at noon. Tickets will be available at the gate. Get out here 
and support them. I trust the weather will not be as bad as it is right now. That's a huge guarantee. I'll make I, I'll, the huge Doppler radar will guarantee that the trees aren't bending. The leaf blower won't be going by 43 times uh, during the broadcast. It will be the perfect day with a serious message uh, for those who have fought through cancer and those who haven't made it. So it's a Purple Community event, which will help raise money, and it's raising awareness through Purple events all across this state, around the Midwest, and the country. Van Andel Institute, we're blessed to have what Dave and Carol Van Andel have done. It's on the Michigan Medical Mile. We've been longtime partners. Uh, with Dave and Carol and the Purple community, and their events continue to grow. If you would like to have a Purple event in your community, just Google Purple Community. Simple. It'll pop up. It's, it's easy. Uh, your neighborhood, your, your team, your school, your business, uh, your city, whatever it is, your college, uh, have a Purple game. Have a Purple celebration because everybody has a story. Life is about everybody having a story, and all of them have meaning, and it always isn't the perfect road, but there are a lot of stories. And I'm telling you, one day when Dave and Carol Van Andel stand at that podium and they announce a cure for cancer or Parkinson's, it will change the world. And things like the Purple Community Games on Saturday will make a difference here at Hope College. Now, if you've missed any of our interviews, podcasts, full shows, our podcasts are free. We are everywhere, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can listen on your schedule. Search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. We are back live across Michigan, hour number two on the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about the huge opinions, big name guests. Superfly Hayes is back at the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. We're with our affiliate WHTC in Holland. We're on the campus of Hope College. Uh, we are celebrating their Purple Community Soccer Games for the Hope Men and Women against Albion and Olivet this Saturday noon and two or noon and two thirty. Uh, PM will be the official start of the matches, and it's all about raising money and awareness for the Purple Community, which is an extension of VAI Van Andel Institute on the Medical Mile in downtown GR. Just amazing things uh, Dave and Carol Van Andel are doing, and we're honored to be here with our affiliate WHTC in Holland and also Hope College. Inside this hour, Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com will join us. What about this bye week? What about the rest of the schedule? What about Dan Campbell and the staff? Where is this team going? We'll hear from 20 men coming up in a few moments. Brian Morehouse 
is the head coach of Hope College women's basketball, the defending D3 national champions. And Big Mo is 658-91 and going into his 27th season. Fastest coach to hit 600 wins in NCAA basketball history, men's or women's, any division. You don't mess with Big Mo. We'll hear from him later in this hour and also Hope Head women's soccer coach Lee Sears. And one of her players, Claudia Folkert, with a personal story connected uh, to her purple jersey for Saturday's game here, which will bring attention to the fight against cancer, Parkinson's, other diseases, and also what Van Andel Institute is doing, trying to find a cure for cancer and Parkinson's. Remember to host a purple event in your community. Just Google Purple Community, and it's simple and easy. Let's go talk to Tim Twentyman. I, I ran into some guys from Zeeland, Michigan, who told me they know Tim Twentyman, that this area of Michigan's West Coast is his stomping grounds and that he's a golfing and sports legend. Is that true, Tim? Oh, wow. I don't know who you ran into. They are very misinformed. <laughs> Where did you gra- what high school you graduate from? Uh, Zealand. Yeah, it was just Zealand when I was there in uh, 97. Yeah, I mean, I played football, basketball, and baseball, um, golf a little bit, but um, nothing uh, nothing to go in the legend books, let's just put it that way. Now, they said the statue was set to be built, but there were some issues on <laughs> copper or chrome and what they were going to do. But, yeah, 97 graduate of Zealand, which is just down the road here uh, from Hope College and Van Andel Soccer Arena. Uh, let's get to the Lions, Tim, what you do for a living with DetroitLions.com. I, I just I go back and I think about you know midway third quarter, 10-point lead on the road against the Vikings. This team looks like they're going to lock it in 2-1 and one as we head to the fourth quarter, get a huge road victory in the NFC North, and they were doing things we normally don't see from Lions teams. And then the end of that game through – not forcing Seattle to punt and lose it when you score 45 at home to what we witnessed start to finish in New England. Uh, what's going on with this team right now? They're not playing complimentary football. Uh, that's how you win in the NFL. Um, you're going to need both sides of the ball at some point. Obviously, the offense played well the very first four games of the season. I thought the defense played much better um, in New England. 22 points allowed. I think you go into that game. I know it was Bailey Zappi, and it's a third-string rookie quarterback. But I think if you were to say Lions will give up 22 points defensively, you probably felt pretty good about you know that outcome given how the offense played the first four weeks and then the offense lays a clunker special teams has been an issue at time and i mean usually played 30 minutes of complimentary football that was the first half against washington and besides that it's either been the offense it's mostly been the defense special teams and field goal kicking has been an issue so to me that's the biggest issue they got to find a way to play some complimentary football where one side doesn't have to cover for the other side in, in such a drastic fashion like we've seen for 270 minutes of, of football outside of the first half of of, uh, of Washington. Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com, columnist insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Uh, what do you think is the focus of Dan Campbell and his staff during this bye week? Well, where do they need to go? What can they fix that we'll see in that Cowboys game a week from Sunday? 
Well, I think you just got to get back to, you know, being what you were on offense. I don't think there's a big worry there. I think there's some positive signs defensively. I would suspect that some of those defensive changes are going to continue to happen, some different combinations. And, look, I think the biggest thing is just getting healthy. I mean, you know, getting DeAndre Swift back and get him beyond that ankle injury and shoulder injury. Um, getting DJ Chark back. Um, we're going to see the debut of Josh, you know, Pascal. They think he can, um, you know, give them some rush from the interior. And, and a guy who I don't think Lions fans realized how good he was the first two weeks of the year was was John Kaminsky, um, defensive lineman. He led them in quarterback pressures the first two weeks. Does all that dirty work and the stunt work and stuff like that to free guys like Aiden Hutchinson up in the first half against Washington. You know, you get him back. So, you know, I think continue to tweak some things on defense, find the right combinations. I wouldn't do much offense. You're fine there. I think that was an anomaly in New England. And then just get healthy and, and look, you better go on a run. Um, you better come out of the by firing or else um, this thing could be over by November. So in terms of the injuries, who's due back uh, when? What, what are you hearing? Yeah, Swiss going to be back for Dallas. I think John Kaminsky's got a chance to be back. I think DJ Chart's going to be back. Josh Pascal's going to be back. Um, I think JMO still, uh, you know, we've talked about that a couple of times. I think he's still going to be sometime in November. I still think he's a little ways away. Um, but, I mean, there's four guys right there that, you know, are pretty important pieces. You know, I like Josh Reynolds, who's, you know, continued to play but hasn't been completely right. He's going to be back. We talked to Amon St. Brown after the Patriots game. He said he's dealing with a high ankle sprain. Um, he was about 85%. It's an injury that he just needed to rest for a week, and, and he'll be much better. So now you're going to get a, you know, a closer to 100% Amon Ross St. Brown. So you know that buy really came at a perfect time for them. I know teams usually like it. You know, week nine, week ten, kind of split up the season, but it couldn't have come for come at a better time for the Lions with all the injuries they've been dealing with. At least when they get back on the field, week seven, they should be close to 100. percent So injuries, you know, they won't be able to use that as an excuse. Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com, columnist insider, check it in here on the Huge Show, Cross Michigan. What what has surprised you about this team? Number one on the negative side and number one on the positive side. Well, I thought we always, you know, I think we talked in the in the um, in training camp and leading up to the season, and and you know, my comment was always, I think the offense is going to be pretty good. You know, it's just how how much improved can this defense be? And and I guess the, the surprising part on the good side is I didn't even expect this offense to be this good. Um, I didn't, you know, think they would be number three in scoring, number three. Um, you know, in, in total yards, you know, top six in the NFL and rushing and doing it pretty consistently minus week five, obviously, um, you know, the turnovers, you know, some of the big turnovers are a little bit of issue, two pick sixes, one fumble return for a touchdown. They got to clean some of that stuff, be able to run the ball when they have a lead, like they couldn't do in the fourth quarter against Minnesota. But, but I think those are things they can clean up. I think the offense has been even more pleasantly surprising than I, than I thought they'd be. And then, you know, it was a bad defense last year, and it's been worse. I think that's the negative part for me is just, you know, I think if this is an average defense, we're talking about a 3-2, and 4-1 and one defense football. Mm. 
You know, I mean, think about that. I know, I know. Defensively. Um, so it's been that bad. And I, and I guess that's a little bit surprising. Um, you know, I thought Aaron Glenn and, and some of those guys had taken a look in the offseason, found some things that worked for them, and they just haven't been able to push the right buttons. They've dealt with a few injuries. Aiden Hutchinson hasn't kind of, you know, lived up to – to, to, to what he can be or what he's expected to be early in his career. And look, pass rushers don't come in and set the league on fire. And he's got three sacks, but all those came in, in one half. I think he's got to be a little bit more consistent, a little bit more productive. Just make the plays that are there when they're, you know, he's in a position to make. Uh, we saw it week one with Jalen Hurts, but even the one, you know, where he had Zappi dead to rights in the backfield and, you know, Bailey was able to escape him. You know, those are the kind of plays he's got to start making. Um, so, yeah, I mean, offensively, it's been really good. Defensively, it's been, you know, worse than I expected it to be. Is Hutch 100% healthy, or is that uh, is that part of it not being healthy, or is it still that learning curve for the number two overall pick? No, it's a learning curve. And look, you know, when we talked about the draft, it, it, this wasn't a, a draft class of pass rushers where you were like, whoa, the next Bosa's in this draft, you know, the next Miles Garrett in this draft. That wasn't the case. It was a little bit down of a year for pass rushers. Um, but still, you know, those guys were very good. Trayvon Walker, um, you know, Hutch, obviously. I just think it's so hard. I mean, you can, you can, you know, be in college and be a defensive end and maybe three weeks during the, the year you're going to face an NFL caliber tackle. And then you're going to have the Indianas and the Minnesotas and the Marylands and the Rutgers where you can beat up on people. And you don't have to have a whole toolbox of pass rush moves. You can rely on a bull rush. Um, you can rely on just your athleticism and size. Well, that's not the case here. I mean, you are facing a legit um, NFL caliber tackle every time you step out on the field. And you just aren't going to be able to bull rush these guys. You are um, you've got to be able to, you know, I think advance his toolbox of pass rush moves a little bit more. And then, like I said at the top, he, he's been in position to make plays. I mean, we saw it week one, Jalen Hurts, we saw it um, last week in, in the backfield there, you know, in the position to make plays. He got himself there and then finish, I think, is the word for Aiden Hutchinson, you know, over the bye week when he looks in the mirror, looks at the, at, at the film, I think he's going to be upset with himself that, that he could have a lot more statistics if he just finishes some plays, a hand on a guy here, um, an overrush right here. Um, you know, I think he's been in a position to probably have five, six sacks and, and hasn't been able to finish all the time. So, you know, and I, I think that'll come. You know, he's still getting his feet wet, um, and it'll all come to him. It just hopefully it doesn't come too late. Tim, uh, the most shocking thing from Sunday – uh, wasn't the 0 for 6 on fourth down calls by Campbell. It was how bad the offensive line was getting beat at times. I That, that was one of the yeah. worst performances. Of, I know that group hasn't played because of injuries and they haven't played together, but you know what, what really was remarkable early in the season was how well the offensive line played with injuries. And what I watched on Sunday in New England, that was just bad O-line play. Yeah, it was a little disappointing and uncharacteristic of them for sure. Right. Um, you know, that is Bill Belichick. That's a pretty good defensive line over there. Matthew Judon's had a sack in every single game to start the season. The first Patriots player to ever do that. So so he's playing hot right now, but they really attack the interior. You know, Frank's been dealing with a foot injury. It's something he's going to deal with 
all season long. I don't think that's going to get better. He's never going to be 100%. Uh, they're still trying to figure out that spot. You know, I was a little curious why they started Logan Stenberg. He had his issues early on, and then, you know, they obviously replaced him, you know, second half. But, but you know, again, that was a guy, you know, who, who's still, you know, dealing with injuries there behind them. So I, I think the Patriots had a good plan to attack the interior there. They obviously saw something. And then, you know, Judon made some plays on the outside. I, just, I, I thought it was a terrific game plan up front. They stymied Detroit a little bit in the run game. And then obviously in the second half, when they got behind, they had to abandon it. Now you can pin your ears back a little bit and, and make Jared Goff uncomfortable. So part of that was just the circumstance of the game. But they've got to be much better there because, look, this is a copycat league. And you better believe Dallas is going to take a look at how New England attacked them, how they went after their guards and centers and tried to push that pocket and make Jared uncomfortable. Here's an interesting stat line for you, Huge. Jared Goff, when, when kept clean in the pocket on Sunday, 17 of 21 for 195 yards. Mm. He did have the one interception. When he was rushed, when he was pressured, 3 of 14 for 35 yards. So, you know, Jared is very much likes to clean pocket, likes to, you know, the play action. He's not one of these guys like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen who's, you know, going to, when the play breaks down, he's going to make something of his own. Now, now, we've seen him be able to do that, get outside the pocket. He ran for a couple first downs, but that's not the strong point of his game. This offense is at its best when it's running the football, protecting him. Now he can, you know, sling it all over the field, get it to all these different weapons. That's his strength. And so that Detroit Lions line has to play well for this Lions offense. Um, I think to stay on schedule and play well. And so they're going to need a bounce back performance because you certainly have to think that Dallas is going to go looking at what, uh, what the New England was able to do to them. It's pretty simple in the NFL. If the Lions can bounce back and surprise the Cowboys in Dallas with the best offensive unit they have faced all season long or will face, that will get people uh, back on track. We'll see what happens. We'll also find out with Campbell and his staff what they do during this bye week. Uh, to come up with a game plan, to come up with in-game adjustments, to do something that takes that game deep into the fourth quarter it will be interesting uh, for the Lions at Dallas. Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com. You can follow him 24-7 and the Lions uh, on your schedule at DetroitLions.com. Timmy, uh, Zeeland's getting ready for the Tim Twentyman parade, but the gale warning with winds around 50 miles an hour, they're going to have to back off on the Tootsie Roll float. Wow, you're just on your game today. You're, yeah, you're Zealand. Every, every, I brought. I met people from Zealand. They go, "Hey, we hear twenty men on the show all the time. We love them. We hear him on WHTC in Holland." I'm like, "Yeah, he's a he's a rock star in the NFL." Uh, I didn't know you're. Uh, I, I, I thought you were Holland. I didn't know it was Zealand, but it's kind of the same. No, we used to beat up on Holland West Ottawa. Used to beat up on Holland West Ottawa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy, man, thanks for the time. Uh, enjoy the bye week. Get some downtime. All right? All right. Sounds good. All right, Tim Twentyman. Pride and joy of Zeeland, Michigan, for our listeners on WHTC from DetroitLions.com. We are here in the press box. On Well, the winds now have died down. It looked like a front went through. Now the wind's coming out of the north. Crazy weather. Welcome to Michigan. Pure Michigan. 73 and sunny yesterday, and you're thinking, summer hasn't left us yet. And then the trees are bending sideways the next day with torrential rain. Welcome to Michigan. But we're in the cozy press box here at 
Van Andel Soccer Stadium, home of Hope Men's and Women's Soccer. They are having their Purple Community doubleheader coming up on Saturday. Noon, the Hope Women will take on Albion. 2.30, the Hope Men uh, will take on Olivet College. Tickets available at the gate. And remember, money raised goes towards biomedical research and science education efforts and will help underwrite an internship for a Hope College student at Van Andel Institute. On the Miracle Mile, not just the Medical Mile, the Miracle Mile in downtown GR. Remember, if you miss any interview, any show, any podcast, we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Simple and easy. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can listen and catch up on your schedule. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer, made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer, IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Rock and country music's hardest hitters join forces. Five Finger Death Punch. Brantley Gilbert. With special guest Corey Marks. November 9th, Van Andel Arena. On sale now with Ticketmaster.com. Five Finger Death Punch's new album, Afterlife, out now. Five Finger Death Punch and Brantley Gilbert live. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast to coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beancarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Tom has stepped up with... With $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We 
are back for segment two here during the 4 p.m. hour. Our road show is with our affiliate WHTC in Holland. Uh, we're at Van Andel Soccer Stadium on the campus of Hope College, where on Saturday they're hosting their Purple Community doubleheader, Hope Men's and Women's Soccer. Uh, we'll don the purple jerseys and raise money and awareness for Van Andel Institute and their biomedical research and science education. VI is located on the Medical Mile in downtown GR. Uh, the first game will be the Hope Women versus Albion Saturday at noon here in Holland at Van Andel Soccer Stadium. And the men's game will follow against Olivet at 2.30. Tickets available uh, at the gate. Also, we're on the brink of... Another Hope Women's College basketball season. And Brian Morehouse, Big Mo, uh, who went 32-1 and and claimed his third national title uh, last year. Well, the third for the school and second under Brian's direction. 27th season. His numbers, 658 wins and 91 losses. That's his all-time record. Fastest coach to 600 wins in NCAA basketball history, men's or women's, any division. And you know what? He doesn't even walk on the ground. He kind of floats. That's what he does here on campus. It's spiritual. I don't know. I don't know if it's like David Copperfield or if it's some magical. But uh, Coach Mo joins us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. You know, it's interesting looking at your numbers. Every once in a while, do you step back? And I know, I know you're a coach. You you wake up a coach, you go to bed a coach. But uh, those numbers are pretty darn impressive. Yeah, once in a while, someone will bring them up to me, and um, I don't I don't track where I'm at. My assistant coach Courtney Cust always is telling me, "Oh, there's a milestone on the horizon." I'm like, "I don't want to know. I don't want to know," uh, because. I, I mean, we coach to win, obviously, uh, but I just really love the preparation. And the games are just like the cherry on the top. But, like, I, I can't imagine anybody loves going to practice more than I love practice. Like, I, I, I wake up in the morning, I start practice planning at 6 a.m. I'm, I'm scribbling notes. I'm ready to go. I, I scribble them before I go to bed. Like, I am giddy about next Monday and starting practice. I cannot, I cannot wait. Does your team feel the same energy? They do. do. Yeah, they. I think they feel it from me, but I also get it from them. I mean, this is year 27. Like, I'm not as fast as I used to be. Like, I'm not – like, I, I, I'm wiser, but I don't have the energy I had when I was 28 years old and a first-time head coach. But my team brings that. Like, they just – they love the game. Um, we always talk about how we can't recruit want to. We can't coach want to. Like, you've got to have kids in your program that want to show up every day. They want to be a part of what we're doing because what we do is hard. What we do is really, really hard. And um, if you have to coach want to, then you're not going to be in our program anymore. But if you've got kids that want to be enthusiastic about the game, they love the game, they love their teammates, that's what gives me energy. Speaking of energy, uh, your father, mm. I just know him as coach. I really don't even know his first name, just know him as coach. He has been your assistant driving back and forth from Fremont, Michigan yeah. to Holland. Yeah. And I'm right down 31. Yep. Uh, every year you've been head coach? No, uh, since uh, since 2000 he joined us. So, so 22 I was like years. Four years in. 22 years yeah. every day for practice. Yep. He's going back and forth. Yeah. Yep. He's, uh, I mean, he's a marvel. He's 82 years old. Um, 
And you talk about wanting it yeah. and getting excited for practice. Yeah, he drove drive down from the Fremont yeah. and back every day. We have a coaches meeting the other night. He comes down, brings some breadsticks for the squad or for uh, for our coaching staff, which obviously endears him to us because we love to eat. Did he and, ask you to chip in? Uh, no, uh, but he did leave the receipt on the counter. I don't know what that meant. I think that meant to put it in I, the team I, travel I, expense. I, I think it meant I that. I think he's looking for a, a quick 20 from me. I offered to Venmo him, and he said, what is Venmo? He goes, are we recruiting her? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a question my dad would ask. Your dad's I going, don't remember that. Your one. dad's up in Fremont right now having a morning donut and coffee tomorrow going, you know, we're recruiting Venmo. She's out of Detroit. And she's, they, they call her money. <laughs> 22 years, man. 22 years, I think that, you know, I, I get your numbers and your success and your enthusiasm. But, man, I know where you learned it from. Yeah. When your dad is willing at 82, yeah. since he's been 62, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. To, you know, Fremont to here is what? Is it 45 65 miles? 65 miles. 65 miles. 65 miles. It's an hour, and my dad always says it's each, an hour each way, and seven right? minutes. Yeah. Yep, 65 each way. Winter. And, and by the way, yeah, you know, winter. winter he, yeah. 31 exactly. Well, it qualifies as an ice rink in certain parts yes, during does. the winter. Yeah, between uh, between Muskegon and where you get off at Twin Lake is uh, basically you don't, you don't see the, road the Olympic January. skating rink. You don't see the road january until no. march so the, but that that's where you get that enthusiasm yeah, that's I where mean, you learn to wake up and, and can't wait to practice yeah. uh, my dad was always that way too i mean he loved to coach in the games but he loved practice because i think in practice is where you really get to build the relationships at an all-time level you know in the games you're managing you're coaching but it's not relationship building all the time in the middle of the game uh but in practice in the in the locker room in the office area like that's where you build relationships so there's one thing i learned from my dad it's like you know the game is nothing without relationships i think life is nothing correct without relationships yeah Yeah, there's so many analogies you can take from a team like uh and 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 any team any sport and connected to uh, the rest of your life where'd your dad coach at my dad coached at Fremont High School. Yep, he went to Rockford High School, Rockford Hall of Fame. Wow! Uh, and then, um, and then he he coached and taught for a long time in Fremont. And then he got out of the education field and went into business on his own. And uh, but that still allowed him to continue to coach. And that also Fremont, Michigan, was where. Uh Joey Baroni's father came from Italy and opened up the pizza parlor man. in Fremont. We would go there all the time. That was my pregame meal for four years. Broad brought his family, and yep. Joey said all the uh, kids had to work there, and yep. that's where his dad uh, you know, chased the American dream. And then Joey, uh, now the head soccer coach at Grand Rapids Catholic Central, one of the better club coaches, and all four of his sons. Yeah. Uh, got scholarships to Michigan State to play D1 soccer. Crazy thing about Joey Baroni and the Baroni family is he went to Calvin to play yeah, soccer. He did, but when he when we were when he was in high school at Fremont, Fremont did not have soccer. So it was a club sport. Yeah, it, it was a club sport. We did not have soccer. Most of us are just looking around, going, "What's the goofy guy kicking the ball around for?" Like Baroni, like you're so athletic, do something else, like play another sport. And he'd be like, "No, soccer's my thing." All right, so let's move on to basketball, which is your thing. Brian Morehouse, head women's coach here at Hope College. They open up practice on Monday, defending D3 national champions. Uh, I would assume your program's at a place that no matter who you lose, uh, you have a system, you have depth, uh, you have strong recruiting, 
that, yeah, no matter who you lose, you're still going to be competitive, still play championship-level basketball. How is this team going to be compared to last year's D3 national champs? Yeah, it's going to be a really unique mix because for the last three years, we've played the same, almost the same 10 kids. Uh, for the last two or three years. When they had the extra year, too. Yeah, so like we had fifth years last year. And so last year, we have, we have all juniors playing and all seniors playing. That's it. And so, like, I, I mean, I come into practice and, you know, we're practicing. We get into games and I'm looking around and, you know, they're coming off the floor and they're like, Coach, why don't we run this? And I'm like, that's a great idea. I mean, you talk about, like, Izzo's player-led program. Like, it was a player-led program to the nth degree last year. Ryan Morehouse, head women's basketball coach at Hope College, joining us as we're live inside the press box at Van Andel Soccer Stadium where Saturday their Purple Community Games, a doubleheader will take place. Hope women will play Albion at noon on Saturday and Olivet and the Hope men, and it benefits uh, Van Andel Institute, the Purple Community, doing great things. By the way, if you want to host a Purple Community event at your school, your neighborhood, uh, your business, uh, just Google Purple Community, uh, Facebook, Twitter. It's amazing what uh, Dave and Carol Van Andel uh, have done sitting here in this beautiful soccer complex. You got DeVos Fieldhouse uh, to my left. You are blessed here at Hope College, Mo, with some great facilities and better yet, better people. Yeah, I mean, the facilities that we have been able to put around um, our campus and, and not just athletic facilities, but on our campus, what President Skogan has done and uh, President Boltman before him has been, um, you know, we're just we're very blessed. We have I always tell people we have Division One facilities and we have a Division Three mindset of balance in your life relationships um a four-year degree you know i've got kids going off being nurses engineers doctors i've got two that are going to get accepted in dental school and and med school this year um but like the facilities are so impressive i think that brings people here they see that and then they meet the people and i think that is really what seals the deal how many of your former players do you stay in touch with all all of them all I hope. So I mean, do you sleep? Not as well as do, I should. Do you, after, do, after, do you sleep at all? After 28 years, it's not easy. Um, but, you know, I try to remember when birthdays are. Uh, you How know, many weddings have you been invited to? Oh, it's, I can't even. My wife is a saint for going to all those weddings with me all those years. Um, uh, but you're supporting them. I mean, it's, it it's bigger than basketball. It it's is. bigger it's, than sports, it's right? It's the best. You know, somebody asked me, like, last year they said, is this the greatest team you've ever coached after we won the national championship? And I said, well, it certainly is one of them. Um, because of what they accomplished and they won the national championship. And I said, I've never put labels on that stuff. But I said, the true idea of greatness in our program, we'll figure that out in like five years, 10 years, 15 years, when we go on and see what kind of mothers they are, what kind of... uh, what kind of professionals they are, uh, how they lead their communities. I mean, you can be great for four years, but hopefully what you take from our program is the idea of this greatness, and you're permeating and spreading that when you graduate. Permeating. That's a good word. You must, are you working on your master's or doctorate right now? Oh, man. I think no you are, Mo. You're using That's big words. That. Normally, you don't drop the big words well, on the huge hang, show statewide so interviews. When I hang out with Sturzma, I use little words. But when I hang out with our soccer coaches, I use big words. So There's that probably you, bigger words after he loses a game than little words. Yeah. I'm just guessing. Yeah. Well, Sturz is going to – he's one of the great coaches. He's, he's an like, amazing motivator. He's going to get it figured out. Oh, he's um, fine. He's, he's going to be just fine. Um, you never have to worry about Sturz. He always says to me, I'm on my way to practice, and uh, I'll be walking by his office, and I'll be like, hey, Mo, 
Well, yesterday, he goes, remember, no matter what kind of day you've had, good, bad, meetings, whatever, he goes, they deserve your best right now when you go to practice. Like, it's the best reminder for me every day. And by the way, uh, Coach Mo, Brian Morehouse, has been amongst the best to ever coach uh, any division. NCAA history, folks. Fastest coach to 600 wins. 658 and 91, 27th season, 32 and 1 last year, D3 National Championship. Mo, always good to talk with you. Great to catch up. Thanks a lot, Billy. Always great to catch up with you, too. All right. I hope women open up practice on Monday. Make sure you check out a game this year at DeVos Fieldhouse here in Holland. We'll have more from Van Andel Soccer Stadium as we celebrate the Purple Community and Van Andel Institute with Hope Men's and Women's Soccer after this network TO. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. If you're planning a trip to Las Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager with BetMGM, sign up with BetMGM or log in today and take advantage of the BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Have you experienced Grand Rapids lately? The city is vibrant, growing, and offers up so much when it comes to entertainment, including two fantastic concert destinations, Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. Just Google Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. You can get a list of the current shows with tickets on sale. Also, DeVos Place is the go-to show and convention destination on the west side of the state. And if you want to experience GR, go to experiencegr.com and plan your getaway to Grand Rapids and West Michigan. And speaking of West Michigan, I do want to salute the West Michigan Sports Commission for their journey on bringing Grand Rapids major sporting events and building a brand that's big not only on the west side of the state, in the state of Michigan, but across America. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. And digging for gold every Friday in October for your chance to score up to $5,500 in cash or premium play. Hourly winners from 7 to 11 p.m. each week. And on October 28th, all the prizes turn to cash. See what you'll dig up. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. 
listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on The Huge Show across Michigan, 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, uh, go to thehugeshow.net. Final segment here uh, during the 4 o'clock hour inside Van Andel Soccer Stadium where on Saturday uh, the Purple Community Doubleheader will feature the Hope men's team at 2.30 against Olivet here at Van Andel Soccer Stadium. And the Hope women uh, will take on Albion at noon. Uh, that match will kick off then here in Holland and it's all about raising money and awareness for the purple community through Van Andel Institute and their biomedical research and also science education and underwriting an internship for a Hope College student at Van Andel Institute. Uh, Lee Sears is the highly respected uh, soccer coach, a breast cancer survivor herself. Uh, she joins us here on the huge show across Michigan. So uh, a lot of meaning uh, for this uh, purple game on Saturday with Hope Women's Soccer. Yeah, I think for myself, but also we've had a lot of players with a lot of close connections going way back. So it's they, they love this game every year. Uh, your journey here with the Hope Women's uh, Soccer program, uh, describe what it's been like and where the program is at today. It's been it's been a long journey. It's been 22 years, and I think when I first got here, like every new coach, you're you're left with whoever they left you with. Um, so it, it took us a while to get going, and I can distinctly remember a certain group of players who decided that they wanted to help change the culture, and that's probably been 15, 17 years in the making. And ever since then, it's just it just continues, and every class builds upon it every year. Uh, what would you say is the culture that you wanted when you took over 22 years ago and where the Hope Women's Soccer culture is today? Um, I think my mind shift has changed as I've, as I've gotten older. Uh, you know, when you're younger, you just want to win a lot of games, and we did okay. But it's um, for me now, it's it's more than soccer. And it's we, we really want to win games, but it's what kind of people are we producing? And as Coach Mo was saying, where are they going to be in five years? And it's... It, it's it's more about the people to us than it is about the soccer. Yeah, Coach Mo talked about those relationships. Yeah. Uh, if you don't have the relationships, you're not going to have a successful team, whether yeah. it's on the scoreboard or in the locker room or when the season's over. Right. I think so many coaches just care about winning, and they, they care about them as players, but to to build the relationships as people and to get to know them off the field and in the classroom and outside of soccer is a, a huge advantage. Lee Sears in her 22nd season as the head coach of the Hope Women's Soccer Program, 255 wins, only 128 losses and 37 uh, ties. The Flying Dutch are 6-3-2 and two overall this season, uh, heading into tonight's 7 p.m. game versus Alma College. Uh, Hope also in second place in the MIAA standards. So we're going to bring in uh, one of your players from Forest Hill Central and Ada for our listeners on 96-1, the game in Grand Rapids, uh, where Saturday's game also is special. She's playing in memory of her father, Brett Folkert, and we'll talk to Claudia Folkert here in a moment. Uh, On the field, off the field, how would you describe her? You know, she she's uh, she came to us injured, so she hasn't gotten a lot of time yet. It took her a while to bounce back. I think we have um, some really big expectations for her. We know what kind of player we're getting. It's just taking her a little bit longer than 
uh, some of the other kids who came in 100% healthy. It's a big adjustment, man. High school yeah. to college, any sport. I don't care yeah. if you're going high school to community college, if you're going to high school to D3, D2, uh, D1, there's just a, there's an adjustment period, physically, mentally, uh, and the and the level of play. Yeah, we tell them, you know, we're not North Carolina, but it's still faster than what you're used to. And it's, I don't care if she's from Grand Rapids, she still had to move away from home. They've got to get up and go to class, and college is different. So, it's kind of they're drinking out of a fire hose for a while until things calm down. So yeah, and with the traffic uh, construction right now between here and Grand Rapids, it is like moving away seven hundred miles. Yeah, you can't get anywhere right now. <laughs> uh, coach, uh, uh, good luck. Uh, enjoy uh, the ride this season, and Saturday will be special uh, with those Purple Community games. Yeah, thank you so much. All right, Lee Sears uh, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Let's welcome in uh, Claudia Folkert, freshman midfielder forward from Forest Hill Central and Ada for our listeners on 96.1 uh, The Game. And like we mentioned, playing in memory of her father, Brett Folkert, and she's made that adjustment from FHC in the Grand Rapids area to now uh, playing college soccer and going to college and uh, a lot more demands and you're kind of on your own to a point. So welcome into the Heald Show. Thank you. All right, well, let's talk about... Uh, you know, this game Saturday, uh, the meaning behind uh, cancer survivors, those who have lost loved ones. I've been connected to most of the Purple Games uh, here at Hope and other Purple Games uh, across the state. Uh, let's talk about uh, what Saturday means to you. I think Saturday means a lot to me. I've never gotten to play specifically in a Purple Game or any game specifically for cancer and cancer research. And I lost my dad in 2016, so I think it's just really special to be able to wear dad on the back of my jersey and go out there and play for him. Yeah, and now for you in playing, and as Coach Sears talked about, you know, Forest Hill Central, great uh, program, won the state uh, title last spring, uh, right? And what's the adjustment? What's your message for any girl playing high school soccer right now that dreams of playing at the college level like you are here at Hope? What's that adjustment that you weren't prepared for? I think the pace of the play, honestly, was the biggest thing. Just knowing like the decisions have to be made faster. You can't get the ball and then decide. You have to decide before you get the ball what you're going to do with it. And also just the character of being a player at Hope specifically. It's demanding in the best way possible. Just being held accountable and responsible for everything you do on and off the field. Yeah, and I think that's a that's a life lesson you begin as a freshman. Claudia Folkert from the Hope women's uh, soccer team. Freshman midfielder out of Forest Hill Central in Ada. If you're listening on 96 on the game, you know about that prestigious high school soccer uh, program. Well, what's been the best thing about, you know, because sometimes moving away, and you did move, you know, 30 miles to the west, but you're living on your own, you're in college. What's the best thing about playing college soccer and being in college that you didn't expect? Um, I would say the team, for sure, just the players. You get close with the people you play at in high school, for sure, but I feel as though it's a different bond here. I feel like as a freshman, it's really easy to still become close with the seniors where I didn't feel that way in high school. Just There's more of a distinct relationship between every single person and you on the team, and that's the best thing that I love about this team. And great job, by the way, Claudia. As we wrap up our interview, I'll give you a 10 out of 10 for stepping up to the mic and knocking it out of the park. And uh, for you and your family on Saturday, a lot of meaning in that purple game 
uh, with dad on the back of your jersey. I think that's awesome what Coach Sears, Hope Women's Soccer, Hope Men's Soccer, and what Van Andel Institute is doing through their Purple Community. So my best to you and your family, okay? Thank you. All right, well done. Claudia Folkert stepping right up. She wasn't a freshman on the microphone out of Forest Hills Central for our listeners on 96.1 The Game. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. What's up, Michigan? It is our number three on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. I know right down the street is our longtime affiliate, WHTC in Holland. Want to thank them uh, for all the love and everything they've done for bringing the huge show to Ottawa County and also Michigan's West Coast. And also we're sitting here inside Van Andel Soccer Stadium. Dave and Carol Van Andel stepped up in 2009 and delivered one of the top on-campus soccer stadiums in America at that time, and it still looks beautiful. And we're here uh, talking about a Purple Community doubleheader this weekend with the Hope Women's Soccer Program and also the men. We'll give you more details on that. Uh, The women's game against Albion will kick off at noon. The men's game versus Olivet out of the MIAA, uh, 2.30 start. Tickets can be purchased at the game prior to both games, and proceeds will go to Van Andel Institute's biomedical research and science education efforts and help underwrite an internship for a Hope College student. And what Dave and Carol and the Van Andel family have done, part of that Michigan mile with the Van Andel Institute, Extending out here, you know, we have Van Andel Soccer Stadium, we have DeVos Fieldhouse right to my left, and also we have Peter Sturzma, a man who still calls Grand Rapids home. He is the head coach of Hope College Football, and I told him, man, I saw you guys at 3-1, you were rolling. Uh, They hit a few bumps uh, the last two weeks. We'll get to that in a moment, because I'm going to parallel what Sturz is going through with what Dan Campbell and the Lions are going through, what Mel Tucker and Michigan State are going through. When you're a head coach at any level, I don't care if it's youth football here in Ottawa County or maybe out in West Ottawa or it's high school football at any program across this state or college or pro, the biggest challenge for a coach and a staff and a team is when things get tough, how do you find a way out? So we'll talk about that with uh, Sturz and also thanks to Alan Babbitt and also the crack team uh, here at Hope College. I'm telling you, their IT department, Bill Gates' second cousin, Bobby Gates, uh, set us up. And then also I want to thank the leaf blowers who have been blowing leaves now for three hours. And I just want to send a word along to Hope Maintenance. The winds are at 50 miles an hour. It's middle October. The leaves aren't staying on the trees. Come back and blow tomorrow, okay? We got a show to do. Besides that, I'm good. 
Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He's back at the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studios. It's how you navigate when things are tough, Peter. It's kind of like this show. We felt undefeated right before we started today at 3 o'clock. And then I felt like we dropped two games. And we're now 3-3. Three and three. Or we're 0-2 oh here at Hope College of Annal Soccer Stadium. But it's good to be back, man. This is a special campus, a special place. Things they do like the Purple Community Doubleheader. I know you've had the Purple football game. I remember when you had the jersey with my sister's last name on the back and paid tribute to her. So it is more than wins and losses in life and sports, isn't it? There's no question, Bill. And thanks for being here and thanks for recognizing an unbelievable event that's happening this weekend and we've talked before about this event in the past and it, it is far bigger than that and it, it unfortunately is like you mentioned is when we're in it and you're living in it and right in the now um those kinds of things take sometimes precedent over that but you know it, it is we we do know it's way bigger the perspective of that and i remember you interviewed Brand, uh, brandon ellsworth and he wore that jersey and uh, that young man's at, the, at michigan medical school right now and uh, it's amazing how those kinds of things really uh you know are, are unique and have a way of playing them, themselves out in the future. And I uh, had the opportunity to be and uh, to be at and speak at the Van Andel Institute golf outing this summer. Uh, right, it was during our season, so I could only be there for just a brief part of it. And just, and just to talk about what the Van Andel Institute has done, and you know, we uh, the words I used were it's a game changer. Like they're trying to change the world. Right, they're trying to change the world through their research, through their education through their uh the, the developments and the innovations and the things of that nature it's 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 remarkable and you could say the same thing about the helen devos children's hospital and you could say about the things that we have in west michigan bill it's it's truly remarkable well you look from here in holland okay down to the medical mile uh, you go up you know 31 to grand haven the medical professionals and and the philanthropy we get from families and individuals and i'm talking throughout this whole west michigan corridor is unmatched anywhere in this state you know you might get the carmonas and the illich family and the fords and Mm -hmm. some of the people in downtown detroit but what they're doing and the van andel institute and our partnership with the purple community i always say this that they are trying to save lives on a daily basis Mm -hmm. And that day will come when Dave and Carol and the leaders at VAI will stand before a microphone and say, we found this cure, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Well, and you mentioned it from, if you go from Grand Rapids to Holland North to Grand Haven, and you just take that, that triangular-shaped area and you look, I, I, I would love to see some, I don't have these statistics in front of me, but I would love to see the stats per capita of the amount of philanthropy that happens uh, in that in that triangular-shaped area to the, from Grand Rapids to the Lakeshore. Well, you know the Mainies from it's you know, East Grand Rapids. When you were there, yeah. there's a foundation, and we see it. and you know, it's, 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 it's remarkable. You know, Look at Van Andel Soccer Stadium here. Like I mm-hmm. said, the you know, DeVos Fieldhouse mm-hmm. is one of the great three D3 sure. arenas mm-hmm. home uh, to your national champion, Hope Women's uh, College Basketball mm-hmm. Program, yeah. and Big Mo yeah. is going to join us yeah. later. Oh, so, that's awesome. Because what, what I really like about coming out here, and I tell Alan Babbitt this and Bobby Gates, Bill's second cousin who handles the IT, that the coaches – They have a perspective that I I feel like I learn something every time I come to Hope College. Mm -hmm. And and it's more than just, hey, you've had a couple of tough losses, Mm -hmm. right? And you lost to Adrian, you lost to Albion. Albion is a top 25 team in America. But the coaches all seem to find a way to navigate 
the good and bad. And I think that's the mark of great coaches, boys and girls, men's and women's, and even in uh, to the pros. So when you look at Mel Tucker, who is 2-0 and number 11 in America, now people are wondering if he's going to win another game, and everybody's saying mm-hmm. he's not earning his money and they have to make a change. Or Dan Campbell, 10-point mm-hmm. lead on the road mm-hmm. at the Vikings. It looks like they're going to be tied for first in the NFC North at 2-1. and mm-hmm. They were doing things that Lions normally don't do, offense, defense, special teams. Mm-hmm. And then came the end of that game. Yep. And now Dan Campbell looks lost. Sure. The team, See, the biggest thing I look for, and, and you've been at all levels, is that, and you know coaches and clinics and everything, how do you keep your team believing in what you and your assistants are doing? I think, to me, that is the most critical thing when you hit a rough patch no question. in season. No question. And, and that, is, that is all those teams that you mentioned, and you mentioned our coaching staff, and we all lean at each other. It's a, it's a really great fraternity of coaches uh, here and a, and a great camaraderie uh, because we're all going through the same thing. And, you know, I, I, I think it's also fun. You know, you talk about our, our show was about to start here. We had some technical difficulties and things like that. In your business, you get to do redos. When we're playing on Saturdays, we don't get to do redos. And that's, you know, from that standpoint. And so, yeah, and it's also, I've always said athletics is the single most significant parallel to life because you can work as hard as you possibly can and get everything all lined up and it doesn't have any guarantees to what's happening on that Saturday or that Sunday uh, or that game competition because it's a, it, I, I did steal this quote from Mel Tucker. It is a human performance business. We are asking humans to perform at a very high level and with that comes a, a variable of you're going to have mistakes. You're going to have things that don't go right, you know, the, the right way. We have 10 of 11 starters back on offense and we're struggling on offense. How do you explain that, Huge? I, I, that's what I'm searching for. That's why I'm interviewing you. Yeah. <laughs> but but that's exactly, that's exactly, and that's what we're searching for, high and low, to, to try to find those right buttons to push and levers to pull. But there's a difference when it comes to coaches and meeting expectations. High school guys are, are hardly making any money, and they're doing it for the love of the game. D3, you're not doing athletic scholarships. There's academic scholarships. It's a different animal. Uh, D2, you start to get into a little cash if you're a niece and for your program and Coach Mitchell at Grand Valley. Mel Tucker has $95 million in his bank account, guaranteed, and he has to perform. Uh, I think Dan Campbell, what, what's his number, around $5 million a year? You have to perform. So there, there's a difference when it comes to expectations, I think, at different levels. But that one thing that I talked about, how do you keep the team believing in what you're saying and what your assistants are saying, no matter what the level is, after you lose a couple or you have a, a, a Michigan State four-game losing streak? How, how, do you, how do you keep the players believing? Well, number one, you don't want to be an expert in that area, do you? Because, no. it, because it doesn't, you don't want it to happen very often. And, and I, I said to our staff, I said to our players, we haven't been here very often. Well, how, when was the last time, from East Grand Rapids, you're coaching, when was the last time you lost back-to-back games? Oof. I, I my first year here at Hope College in 2016, but when we when we were looking at a three and three type of thing prior so it's to been that, six years. Yeah, prior to that was probably 2012, 2013, something of that nature. In so, high school or something. Yeah. So you so you don't want to be in that position, but you know it still goes back to evaluating things that you do. Whether you're evaluating how the show goes, you're evaluating how uh, a charity event goes, you're evaluating how evaluating the leaf blower. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, that is well. When you're eva- you're evaluating everything, and you know what keeps me up at night? We, I evaluate everything in my mind. Uh, are we doing this the right way? And so you ask me the question: How do you try to keep your team going? You go back to the things that matter. Like you focus on the little things. The li- there's a lot of little things that matter when you're kind of trying to find your way. And, and what back, are those? And uh, like, for example, how we how we practice individually when we're teaching the techniques and the things that we do. Are we doing the right the tempo for which we practice now? I say that, and last week I asked our team, I asked our coaches, I asked everybody that's involved in our organization, did we have a great week of practice? We had arguably three of the best and the finest days of practice we could have had last week. And you get and you lose big to and, and, and we lose, and we lose. I don't, yeah, big. I, that's your words, not mine. But we lose out well, the right. huge. I, I was going to say huge. Yeah. <laughs> that's but, our but, word. But it, but it has to translate. And so then you go back and we look at okay, well, if we're, we're we we are you know last year through six games we rushed for sixteen hundred yards. This year through six games we rushed for eight hundred yards. That's half why we have the same guys there is our scheme different no what are we well we look at okay maybe we're too high coming off of the line of scrimmage so we look at that thing so yesterday in practice what did we do we're focused on coming out of the shoots and hitting the sled at a low pace and how we're moving people so you have to have okay here's where we're identifying it what are we going to do about it because right the definition of saying is just keep doing the same things and expect different results we're not going to do that. We're going to evaluate things and I'm also I, I, I'll take I'll take criticisms I'll take input I'll take ideas but I'm going to look at those ideas and say, does that matter for what we're trying to do? Does that matter? Does that change? Is it just change just to change, or does that change matter to make progress in where we want to go? You know, and I will tell you, it doesn't matter whether you make $95 million, make $5 million, you make $2,000 a year. It, the expectations on someone playing on national TV, it's other people's expectations. Dan Campbell is going through the same things that I'm going through, Mel Tucker's going through, Jim Harbaugh's going through, whatever high school coach is going through. Because we're putting the expectations on ourselves to be great on that Friday night, that Saturday afternoon, or that Sunday. They just happen to get paid more money. Matt Rule just gets fired from the Carolina Panthers. His buyout is $40 million, $834,000 a month for 48 months. Um, I, the other guys you mentioned don't have that type of bio. My point Your is buyout's 820000 a month for 49 months. <laughs> it is at $829. Alabama just slipped me, slip me that note. I mean, yeah. Peter, Peter but, has but what's know, known as the huge deal, at, the whole huge deal. <laughs> but but the ex, what I'm getting at, though, huge, is the expectations that we have. and the eva- We still have to go through the process of evaluating what we did, right, wrong, or indifferent. We sat as a staff this morning, watch practice film. We watch practice film every day. We evaluate. Are our guys getting the proper feedback on practice film from yesterday? Why did we pull and not hit the mic back or we hit the wheel, you know, et cetera. And so we're going through those same things. And you know what? When you're, when you're not hitting on all cylinders, you evaluate probably more things. I don't care who you are. When you're Nick Saban, you're always evaluating things to get better. Why, why is Saban a good coach? What do you think? Um, Saban is a really good co- coach because he's a process-oriented guy. He's consistent, and he gets a... You mean the process of yep, leading up yep, to leading game up day, to, yep, up yep. to a he's, season? He's detail-driven. So are a lot of guys. He puts all that into play, and then he puts in the finest players in the United States of America, and that's a nice combination. Pete Sturzma, or Peter Sturzma, head football coach at Hope College, joining us as we're live at Van Andel Soccer Stadium. And thank you, Dave and Carol Van Andel, for what you've done for Hope College, their soccer program, and also at Van Andel Institute. And Hope is saying thank you through their men's and women's soccer teams this Saturday, a Purple Community doubleheader weekend. Uh, both games on Saturday. The Hope women will take on Albion at noon here at Van Andel Soccer Stadium. The men's game versus Olivet College will follow with a 2.30 p.m. start. Tickets can be purchased 
uh, at the game here at Van Andel Soccer Stadium in Holland for both games. Proceeds will go to Van Andel Institute's biomedical research and science education efforts and help underwrite an internship for a Hope College student. Sturz joining us talking football. So uh, if you're the Lions, mm-hmm. with all the the great vibe from hard knocks into the start that I mentioned and you're now reeling, you get a bye week, you get two weeks as a coaching staff. I'm talking about Dan Campbell and the Lions. Two weeks to show everybody what you can do, and you get to face the Cowboys, who arguably have the best defensive unit in the NFL in 2022, your first game back from the bye. I will say this. That's a huge, huge opportunity for them. Having the bye, in my opinion, always, always has and always will be. It, it, it arrives at the right time. Interestingly enough, huge this year, we don't have a bye till the final week of the season. So we go 10 straight. And what we have had in our the previous five years is we've had a bye after game three or game four. It's always come at that time where it feels like our guys need a little break, a break from us. We Our coaching staff needs a break. And so you're just in that constant, constant, uh, you know, that constant gerbil wheel. You, you, you sometimes don't see some things that maybe you can have a chance to see. I'll, I'll say this, number two, I've watched the Lions for a long time, and you and I have had great discussions about this. I don't think the Lions are very far off at all. I, yep, their defense had some issues a couple weeks ago. Get it. Their offense was clicking on all cylinders. In the NFL, every single team that plays on a Sunday has a chance to win. Every single team that plays on a Monday or Thursday night has a chance to win. The parity in the NFL, in my opinion, is second to none of any other professional sports organizations. And and, and so I think this bye week is going to come at a great time for them. You get guys back. You get one player back from an injury. That makes a difference. You get two players. You get three players back from injuries. That makes a big difference. But just the mental component, the grind. Yep, they get paid a lot of money to do what they do. No question. But you know what? It's still a grind. It is still a grind. When they finish out in New England, they get on the plane at about 7.38. Yeah, they fly private. I get all that. They get back into town. They got you know, they get home. They got to get right back up again, and they start going again. You know, I mean, yeah, obviously this week's the bye week, but you get my point is that it's still a grind. I don't care what anyone says. Yep, they get compensated to do their job. And that's one of the things that we've talked about a lot this week. Do your job. Don't worry. I am the only one in the organization that gets to worry about everybody else's job. I am the only one. Everybody else's job, I get to evaluate. If you're the O-line coach, you're going to coach the O-line. If you're the running backs coach, you're going to coach the running backs. If the offense coordinator, you're going to call the offense plays. If you're the defense coordinator, you're going to call the defensive plays. Does that make sense? It makes sense, and that's why I can't control the leave blower. <laughs> I can't. I, I got to control what I can control right now, and it's the show. And that's what we're doing here uh, with our affiliate WHTC in Holland. Peter Sturzman is joining me for a couple of segments here uh, during the 5 p.m. hour uh, next up on the schedule for Hope? We play at Elma on Saturday. At Elma mm-hmm. on Saturday. 3-3 yep. three and three on the season, 3-1 yep. and one start. Yep. A couple losses yep. to Adrian yep. and uh, yep. Albion. And, 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 you know, huge on that. We started off, we, we beat two top 25 teams game one and two. We, we beat so two. you were feeling really good about feeling this good. team? Like, like the Lions, yep. like Michigan State, yep. 2-0, we, number 11 in the country. We go down to Cincinnati and we play Mount St. Joseph. Okay, Mount St. Joseph is now 5-0. and oh. The two teams that we beat are both four and one and five and one, and you know it, we, we. So you thought this team was going places with ten of eleven starters back on offense. That's pretty good. And you beat two top twenty-five yep. teams. And we and playing we made. Well, actually, mistakes. four of your first five games or four of your first six have been against top twenty-five. Correct. Teams. 
You like that number? I pulled that out. Yeah, Alan, Alan Babbitt uh, slapped me good. a card and also uh, said, Bill, uh, we're going to give you a husk. Kavarna uh, leaf blower. I thought is we were going to be done with a with, leaf with a, blower. With a we're still gift. there. <laughs> we're still there, really? Okay. We're still going well, with a leaf okay. blower. Okay, I'm not going to bring up the final score last Saturday. I'm moving on. I'm, I'm trying to be nice right now. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to really, really be nice. I went to the next game. I already moved on. You didn't move on. I moved on. I, I'm, I know. I'm stuck on the leaf blower. No, I, well, you, I hear it. I feel like I'm at O'Hare right now, and there's just some 47s landing and taking off. But I'm okay. I'm in the control tower. Roger 5, you are clear for runway 2902 here at Van Andel Soccer Stadium. Oh. Stick around for another segment, okay? Yeah, you got it. I want to get your thoughts on Mel Tucker. What does he do? Mm-hmm. I mean, because the money does stick out with what these guys are getting. Look at Paul Christ. He, he seemed like the perfect Wisconsin guy. They move on. I, I think, you know, but, uh, you know, D3, uh, it's a different animal with, with the pressures. What would you say? No question. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, let's start with Mel Tucker and your first question. Uh, Mel Tucker lasted in the Latin National Football League for 13 seasons. You don't last that long without knowing what you're doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's a very, very good football player. So when, when people, and Dan Campbell and his, uh, you know, NFL resume, yeah. playing resume, but when you see a team that doesn't look prepared – is that on player execution? Is that on player uh, the week of practice? Is it on coaches? You know, you talked about taking control, that you're, you're the one that evaluates everybody. Yep. Peter, you said that. Yep. So with, with the collapse of Michigan State right now and the collapse of the Lions, is, is that on Campbell? Is that on coordinators? Is that on players? It always falls on the head coaches. Right. Absolutely. I, I, you know, and, and, I, and I, I, you and I have talked about this, and I've learned this from you through the media, is that, you know what? It's really fun. You've learned it, something from, from me? You, absolutely. Oh, wow. I give you credit. This is special. Yeah. But I'm putting the lead, I, don't, can, I don't hear the leaf blower anymore. I hear like <laughs> angels. But you, can, you can't take the good without the bad. You can't, it's, it's always more fun to stand out in front when people are patting you on the back. You better be ready to take, stand up and take the criticisms too. And, and so to say that, yeah, it, it's, it's also, you said preparation. How do you evaluate whether the team was prepared? Maybe they were very prepared. And when you're in the human performance building, how do you, how do you prepare? We drop three snaps from the exchange. Do you know that a Saturday afternoon that probably happens 10,000 times that you snap a ball from the center to the quarterback? We drop the ball three times. How do you coach that up? Were you prepared to, cut, to catch that ball? Were you pre- I think we were prepared. We do it every day in practice. We didn't drop one in practice last week. We dropped three in the game. How do you explain that? I don't know how to explain that. But at the end of the day, that falls on me to say, okay, we got to fix that. How do we fix it? We're going to take snaps in practice more. We're going to do it before practice. We're going to do it after practice. We're going to take more practices. We're going to look at the ball. Put your eyes down. You know, those kinds of things. I have a feeling there's been snaps going on all across campus uh, the last three days. We're going to yes. take snaps. We're going to do after practice before practice. We're going to do it exactly. breakfast, lunch, and then. But, but that goes to your question. Is, is that a lack of preparation, or is that just part of the human performance business that we're in? And, and it always, huge, let's say this again, it always falls on me and the head coaches that you mentioned to fix those things because it's a reflection of how we take care of the details that matter in this game. And maybe you, you talked about beating two top 25 teams. Uh, uh, the team gets carried away with their standing at the time. For sure. They take a few body blows, and they can't recover. Uh, Michigan State was sure. number 11 in the country. Yep. Mel Tucker, oh, here, here we go. Uh, yep. Maybe back-to-back national yep. coach of the year. Go out to Washington, lay an egg, uh, see speed. Then they get hammered at home by Minnesota. I mean, what's shocking about them is not so much getting rolled, it happens, right? But that you did 
at home in back-to-back games. Mm-hmm. And he gave up over 1,000 yeah. yards yep. if you're Michigan State in offense, and I think it's 83 yep. points. Yep. And I'll remind you, Washington's coaches and their players do a pretty good job, too. And they, and they and, turn around and get waxed by UCLA. Right. right. And, and, Minnesota, and Minnesota turns around and loses right. to Purdue. Right. It, it, it's, it's how do you explain that sports? And, and, and How do you get the guys up every week to play? It's a challenge. It's a challenge, and it's you have to. You, you is have to that change. at all levels? Every level, high school, everything. every level. Weather for starts sure. to change. I, I, th- I think right? it, we always assume that well because you get paid millions of dollars for it, you're going to be up to. You're going to be ready to prepare. You're going to be ready to go. Well, guess what? They have to go through time changes and schedules, and and how are they feeling? You know, if, if they're playing the National Football League and they have two kids that are young and they're under the age of two and they're up at night, you're you're not getting your best sleep. So I mean, there's there's so many factors. It's they're still human beings, and in the human performance business, you're asking them to do some very specific things over and over and over and over again. I mean, Tiger Woods is the greatest golfer in the world. Does Tiger Woods have bad rounds? Yep. He goes, I mean, tennis, it's the biggest error. It's the, it's the most failure sport there is, right, in the game of tennis. You're going to make a lot of bad shots. It probably was a pretty good shot. It just hit the net by this much and fell down. It could have hit the net and gone over. And I'm not justified. I'm just saying that's exactly the business that we're in. And, and, and we, get the, we get the luxury of saying, well, guess what? We do it one time a week. If you're in the game of basketball, you lose on Tuesday. You've got to spin right back around and get ready to go Friday. Or you might lose Friday. You've got to spin right back around and play Saturday. Maybe that's good or bad because I'm not probably very pleasant to be around Saturday evening through the next. Are these Saturday. losses bothering you? Absolutely. I haven't slept in two weeks. Two weeks? Two weeks. You, I think it's more about losing. Uh, the competitive side when, you know, I, I hate watching my – Sons teams and daughters teams lose any game. And I multiply do. Multiply that by hundred. And I know people are going. Well, you know what? It's about the experience. And I'm like, no, I just uh, losing is tough to digest. So take that and multiply that by a thousand. <clears throat> because when it because when your your name. But do your uh, players care about losing? I think that's the absolutely. most important thing. Absolutely. Right? Now you have to measure well how many and what level. And I, I'm not going to do a Gallup poll to see what they. But do. you can we see it and feel it. Absolutely. We you, talk to them. About you can it. look we, at body language. Right. We have we have we have team meetings. We had council leader meetings. We had captains meetings. We we do these things, and I'm trying to find the pulse. So you and, you you circled the wagons uh, a little bit and yep. and said, okay, we're going to yep. find out yep. how we can yep. beat two top twenty five teams, yep. and then we lose back to back weeks. And so then when I take feedback or I take criticism, okay. And so what are we going to do about it? And then yesterday in practice, so I took some criticism about one facet of what we were doing and then i saw a few players you took criticism uh, yeah from a player well i, I asked them for their feedback and oh. i love it all right great. And, and, you know in our leadership meeting i said give me some feedback well they they said gave me some feedback and then when we went to Did practice, they say don't go on the huge show no i think they said that no they said they said there's leaf blower advertisements happening the players are the leaf blowers i know it it was a conspiracy giveaway so but, you, you're but, taking but, but their I feedback because they take ownership because, in the team because right? I, I think it's important to have the pulse of your football team it's i, I put a lot of trust in our leadership and so I got to cipher through that. But then when we, we, we have some, hey, we, maybe we could work on this. And then we get to that practice in the afternoon of yesterday. And we had a couple guys that didn't go 100 miles an hour on that particular thing that we were talking about. Guess what? I'm going to say, hey, I'll take all the criticism in the world. But you better do your job. You better do your job. You better do your job. If, if, if Bill Simon's going to sit on the air and criticize Peter, Peter Sturz, which you have every right to. You better do your job and your homework. Well, I can't do it right now because I'm interviewing you. It will be after our interview is done. <laughs> 
Peter Sturz, my head football coach at Hope College, or three and three. You're at Alma Saturday, yes. you said, correct? And here on the campus of Hope College in Holland with our affiliate WHTC, we're here uh, celebrating another Purple Community Saturday. Uh, where the Hope men's and women's soccer programs are hosting Purple Games. Uh, the women's game versus Albion kicks off at noon Saturday here at Van Andel Soccer Stadium. The men's game versus Olivet College will follow with a 2.30 p.m. start. Tickets can be purchased uh, at the gate here at Van Andel Soccer Stadium. Prior to both games, proceeds will go to Van Andel Institute's Biomedical Research and Science Education at their headquarters on the Medical Mile in downtown Grand Rapids, and also help underwrite an internship for a Hope College student. So it's all about giving back. Wonderful conversation about where the team's at and coaches at. I love you, Peter. You're a straight shooter. Well, I appreciate we'll it. We'll do another segment together. Let's do it. I got more time now. I can't wait. The leaf blower stop. So we're good. <laughs> we are completely clean. We are ready to go. Control top. It's awesome. <laughs> Roger. Five runways are clear. Leaves are blown off. Wind speed at 57 miles an hour. Get set for another two tons of leaves before the end of the huge show. Superfly Ace is our executive producer back at the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studios in downtown GR. Uh, your huge opinions when you want to add Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, opt in on that huge text chain, text the word HUGE to 21,000. And our social network interactions are presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold who now will play their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. First home game is Thursday night, November 10th. Get your tickets at the usual ticket outlets and also follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And their coach this year by former NBA star Andre Miller. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, stop right! It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. The Michigan Wolverines remain undefeated and check in at number five in the country in this week's AP Top 25 poll, dropping one spot from number four last week after they traveled to Bloomington to take on the Indiana Hoosiers on Saturday, winning their second straight away from home 31-10. The Wolverines' day was dampened, however, as running backs coach Mike Hart collapsed on the sidelines in the first quarter that really seemed to take the wind out of the maize and blue sails. Cornelius Johnson caught a 29-yard touchdown pass to break a 10-10 tie in the third, and that seemed to really spark the team. Michigan is now 6-0 for the second straight season, something they hadn't achieved since the 1976 and 77 seasons. J.J. McCarthy continues to lead the nation in completion percentage, connecting at 78.3% of his passes, while Blake Corum is third in the country in rushing yards with 735 and second in touchdowns with 11. Up next, number 5 Michigan hosts number 10 Penn State this Saturday at the Big House at noon on Fox. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Every vehicle on the road should run like a champion. So when it's time to replace your vehicle's spark plugs, champion your machine with Champion Spark Plugs. 
From double platinum power to copper plus, your locally owned auto value auto parts store is your authorized champion headquarters. Nothing handles the heat like champion. Stop into your neighborhood auto value auto parts store and pick up your next set of champion spark plugs today. Auto value, where service is the difference. We get it. Huge here for the Telemore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Now they're still looking for four-person teams for their annual Ironman tournament this Saturday at St. Ives, challenging hole placements paired with food and beverage stations throughout the course. This is one of the best golf events of the year, and it's a thank you to all the great men and women who golf at the Telemore Golf Resort. So uh, get a foursome in. It's 90 bucks per golfer, 360 per foursome. That includes food and beverages. Uh, go to TullymoreGolf.com. Uh, you can call and reserve your foursome. I'll be playing in that event on Saturday. It happens at uh, St. Ives. They put the tees back, challenging pin placements, and like I said, food and beverages throughout the course. So get a foursome in today, 90 bucks a golfer, 360 a team, cool prizes and everything. Easiest way. Uh, you'll get the phone number. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the huge show across Michigan, a little past halfway through hour number three. We're broadcasting from Van Andel Soccer Stadium in Holland with our affiliate uh, WHTC on Michigan's West Coast. They do have their purple community games that benefit uh, research and awareness for Van Andel Institute. They will be on Saturday. Hope women taking on Albion and soccer at noon here at Van Andel Stadium. The men's game will be Hope versus Olivet at 2.30. So if you can get out here uh, noon, 2.30 games, uh, you'll be helping uh, biomedical research and science education efforts at Van Andel Institute in downtown Grand Rapids. And if you want to be a part of the Purple community and host your own event uh, in your neighborhood, school, business, wherever, uh, just Google Purple Community. Peter Sturzma, head football coach for Hope College, uh, joining us. So, Peter, you, you really made a name for yourself as the head coach at East Grand Rapids High School. Uh, the elevation of the game at the high school level, and I've had a chance to watch my son in Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern this year, a lot of sophomores. I'm really impressed with coaching and talent at the high school level in the state of Michigan. I, I think it's come light years in the last 10, 15 years. Where are you at on that? Yeah, and, and thank you for that, Huge, because I am a huge proponent of high school football. Uh, having the opportunity to speak at clinics and things of that nature, I always say I'm a high school coach that happens to be coaching college football uh, because I think high school coaches do a wonderful job of not only coaching the talent that they have and trying to build the lower levels in rocket football all the way up, but they're also, um, they're just, it's, it's, it's a really quality product that they're trying to put out there, and they're also doing things like trying to to promote the game and build the game um, and, and we travel around every Friday night our staff we, we have eight to nine coaches out every Friday night going to high school games the community event the community pageantry of Friday night is special it's unique and in particular as we went through all the COVID stuff and we were in and out and all this stuff to me it is so much fun to see that energy and excitement back and and then you can look at things like look at some of the levels of of the guys coming out of high school right now that are that are playing and playing early at 
at colleges in the state of from the state from of the state of Michigan. That tells you that we're we have really good players and they're being developed. You'll hear college coaches all the time. You'll hear pro coaches say these quarterbacks these days are so much more developed than what they used to be. And so I think that's a credit to all of those levels. I think it's also obviously we're throwing the ball more now in football. And the one thing I'll say is I know that I will always have a concern about the numbers, but there are schools that I've heard they're they're offering three levels for the first time in a number of years. You know what I say? Let's make a propaganda tour that explain the positives of this game because this game has so many positive things going. You know that with your son being involved in a Friday night as a young man, you've seen him probably grow in immensely over the last year just in his not just physical but the, his maturity the way he goes about his business with doing his homework because he knows he's got to answer to his teammates and to his coaches not just dad he's got to answer to those other factors and to me that's building that whole person that can have a value impact on what he does you know when he was getting through his one week off with concussion protocol and then he had a, a hip bothering him i said hey you know you can take a week off and we were driving to school. It's early in the morning. They lift before school starts, right? He has to be at school at 630. And he says, no, I got to be there for my teammates. And I'm thinking, you know, I, I kind of looked away. I almost got emotional because that's the lesson you want. For sure. That, yep. you know, I, I watched him, you know, last week in immense pain. But he had the trainer stretching him. And he still went back in sure. on the offensive yep. side of the ball. Yep. Because he wanted to be there yep. for his teammates. Mm-hmm. And those are the lessons. For sure. Because a team is a family. The team's a place you work at. Mm-hmm. Team's not just on a field. Sure. Team is in, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, I, I look at him and it's almost scary that he's 15. Mm-hmm. And I see the maturation yep. because mm-hmm. of football. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that challenges you physically. By yourself, mm-hmm. when you got to wake up and you're it's six o'clock, the alarm's going off, and you got to go lift at six thirty because the team practiced from seven till nine thirty last night because of parent-teacher conferences, yeah, right? Right. Coach didn't say, "Oh, we're going to take a day off." No, there aren't any days. No, no. And it's, it's just, a, the great late left, great the, life lessons. The mental grind. Mm-hmm. How how do you deal with losses? How do you deal and how do you deal with great runs when you're winning? Yeah. If you're asking me personally, not very well with losses. You know, and I, I had the opportunity to. Uh, yeah, but you haven't been used to losing a lot <laughs> yeah. in your life, Peter. Well, I hope I never get. We're watching to... your children. Seriously, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just you're the right. point here. You're right, and, and, and so I, I remember talking with Lloyd Carr, and he was going at the tail end of his career, and he said, "You know, uh, I said, what's going to get you out of it? He said, oh, it's not going to be the boosters, not going to be the media. It's going to be when it hurts so badly you can't recover from a loss." And he said, and also when you win, you can't even enjoy it because we're so focused on what's next. And I thought that was a really good statement from a guy who's been through the grind, the grind of it. And, and you know, it's, it's, uh, you know you're going to interview Coach Morehouse. He hasn't gone through a lot of that either, has he? Uh, it, it, it's it, it's not something you he's want. He's lost to. three times in fifty-seven years. Yeah, I, right. He's won seven thousand nine hundred and twenty-eight games and with three right. losses. It, 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 so you don't ever forfeits because the bus got you, lost. Right. You don't ever want to get to that point. And so there's things that you you. It, but it still goes. He's still going to go into when they start. I think they start in two weeks or whatever. He's still going to go and attack the season on day one. The ex, with the exact same type. I thought you were getting ready to say with an enthusiasm unknown to mankind. Oh, yeah. I was like. Mo's got his own say, and so does Stars. <laughs> you know, but but you know, he's still going to approach that the same way. If they if they stumble in the first few games, they're going to evaluate it the same way they evaluate, it. and and they might adapt and, and adjust. But going back to your question about the high school and watching your son, those are the life lessons that we want.
want to teach, right? Amen. And we've got to we've got to continue to build. And I I think it's been three times I've been on your show with Dr. K. We talked about concussions and all of the sports. I think statistically today you have a better chance to get a concussion falling off a bike than you do playing the game of football. You know, you look at your son's helmet, you look at the helmet. But, say, but here comes the concussion stuff now with Tua and the protocol sure. and NFL PA. Right. And, 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 and you know what? And I, I'm, I'm not going to criticize my Dolphins, but I am. If that quarterback's stumbling like that, why is he playing four days later? I don't understand why, that. Why was because, he back in the game four days before? Correct. I mean, he's right. really at the crossroads where I, I wonder if he'll play again. I, that's a, and that's, and a, that's a medical that's decision a question. and personal decision right. for him. And, and, and then I, I, we address that as a staff with our athletic training staff here. We have an outstanding medical staff here. And, and you know, when Tim Cabert and Eric Biles sitting in our office with our staff, and I'm saying there's no way he would have gone back in the game. No way. I, they would, he would have said, he would have come over to me, taken my one headset ear off and said, you know, that quarterback is done for today. And his helmet would not have been, you know, and I, and I say, I think that's. So how can the D3 program see that, but not the NFL? I, because it comes down to money and winning. Well, I think last, the last collective bargain agreement, they were dividing right. up $9 billion in revenue. Yeah, well, that, yeah, they're not going broke up. You, Peter, you do the math. Uh, I, I, I do the math every day. I was an was honors math student. <laughs> Sparta High School. Hey, Peter, thank you so much. Uh, great conversation, man. I, I love talking uh, football with you, but I really like everything that surrounds uh, the game, both always, the good and bad. Good to see you, my friend. Always my okay. pleasure, Billy. Thanks for your support. Right, Peter Sturz, my man. Now, win or lose, he's a winner. Head football coach at Hope College joining us. As our road show is live with our affiliate WHTC in Holland, we're in the press box here at beautiful Van Andel Soccer Stadium, the Purple Community Men's and Women's Hope College doubleheader that benefits Van Andel Institute's biomedical research and science education is happening this Saturday here in Holland at Van Andel Soccer Stadium, 12 noon. Uh, the Hope women will take on Albion, and at 2.30, it will be the Hope men taking on Olivet. If you get a chance, uh, get out here and check out two uh, D3 powerhouse soccer programs and also Bring more awareness to the Purple Community and Van Andel Institute. Superfly Hayes is back at the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studios in downtown GR. We do have one final segment straight ahead. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. If you're planning a trip to Las Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager with BetMGM, sign up with BetMGM or log in today and take advantage of the BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. And punting for bucks is your chance to win premium play. 
$15,000 cash, and a 2023 Polaris Ranger. Drawings are every Saturday in October, 7 to 11 p.m. And on October 29th, one winner drives off in a new Polaris Ranger with a $5,000 Cabela's gift card. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back on The Huge Show across Michigan, time to check in on what's on tap at all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills. Remember, you can watch every Michigan State, Michigan, and Lions game at your local brands. You'll find a Brands in Bay City, a Brands in Caledonia, Brands in Cascade, Johnny Brands in Granville, the Brands in Holland, and also Johnny Brands in downtown Grand Rapids on Leonard off of 131. And you can also order in for delivery or pick up all your brand's favorites. Go to brands.com, check out their menu, and get that food delivered uh, to your home or business, or pick it up. All the info at brands.com. Big. Bad. Huge. 